Welcome to the Cal Current Podcast, presented by the Law Offices of Snell and Wilmer. This is a legal podcast that examines a variety of current legal issues that affect individuals and businesses here in California and beyond. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Kevin Brown, for this episode of Cal Current. Today we will discuss California's new face covering policy and the additional burdens it imposes on employers. More than a month after the Centers for Disease Control, or CDC, announced that fully vaccinated people no longer need to wear a face covering or practice social distancing, California finally updated its workplace safety rules on June 17, 2021, with the California Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board passing a revised Emergency Temporary Standard, or ETS. Governor Gavin Newsom subsequently issued an executive order waiving the normal 10-day review period, causing the revised ETS to take effect after it was filed with the Secretary of State. It has not been a short or straightforward journey to this destination for the Golden State, which was the first state to impose a lockdown in March of last year. Cal OSHA implemented the initial emergency temporary standard on November 30, 2020. Among its many requirements was that employees wear face coverings and practice social distancing in the workplace. The Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board was originally scheduled to convene on May 20, 2021 to consider numerous revisions to the ETS, including face covering and social requirements in the workplace. But a series of delays and reversals finally culminated with the June 17th vote. While the new ETS provides a welcome reprieve for fully vaccinated employees, by removing the requirement to wear face coverings and practice social distancing in the workplace, there are a significant number of provisions that remain intact from the original ETS, as well as new procedures that employers need to implement. As a reminder, individuals are considered to be fully vaccinated two weeks after the final required dose, either the second shot for the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines, or the single shot of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. First, Employers are still required to maintain a COVID-19 prevention program, provide training to employees on the prevention program and their rights, notify the local health department of a workplace outbreak, which is defined as three or more employees in an exposed group, notify employees of a COVID-19 exposure and close contacts, offer testing after potential exposure, and exclude some categories of employees from the workplace following close contact with a COVID-19 case. Specifically, fully vaccinated employees no longer have to quarantine unless they develop symptoms. The face covering requirement has been reduced but not eliminated. Except in the case of an outbreak, face coverings are not required for any employees while outside. And with a few exceptions, fully vaccinated employees may, but are not required to, wear face coverings indoors. As a result, employers are now required to document the vaccination status of their employees. Under the new ETS, employees may refuse to answer, but employers are then required to treat those employees as unvaccinated. Additionally, employers are required to provide respirators approved by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, such as N95s, to unvaccinated employees upon request when they are working indoors or riding in a vehicle after meeting the requirements of Cal OSHA's respiratory protection standard. 
The physical distancing and barrier requirements have largely been eliminated in the workplace and an employer provided housing and transportation, regardless of the vaccination status of the employees, with the exception of outbreaks. Employers are obviously free to maintain or implement additional protective measures as they see fit, for they are under an ongoing obligation to assess workplace hazards and to implement controls to prevent transmission of the disease. Finally, the ETS provides that employers are required to evaluate ventilation systems to maximize outdoor air and increase filtration efficiency and to evaluate the use of additional air cleaning systems. There are some potential pitfalls for employers in the new ETS, however, as I alluded to previously. The new obligations for employers to verify and document their employees' vaccination status and to provide respirators upon request pose unique challenges. First, employers risk creating a medical record if they retain a copy of an employee's vaccination card, which requires the employer to maintain confidentiality and to retain the record for the duration of employment plus 30 additional years. To avoid this requirement, employers can consider either using the honor system or having employees show their vaccination records to a supervisor or human resources personnel, but not actually retain a copy. Employers should still keep the vaccination list confidential, however. Employers should also train employees as to the meaning of being fully vaccinated and explain the disciplinary policy for providing false vaccination information. The new respirator requirement poses even more difficult challenges. It obligates employers to provide respirators in two scenarios. First, to any unvaccinated employee who works with others indoors or in a vehicle and who requests one, and second, to any employees in the exposed group for voluntary use when there is a major outbreak, which is defined as 20 or more COVID-19 cases within a 30-day period. The respirator must be the right size, and the employee must receive basic instruction on how to get a good seal or a fit. Once an employee requests a respirator, the employer is under an ongoing duty to provide one. The CDC recommends replacing a disposable filtering facepiece respirator, such as the N95, after it becomes soiled or has been taken on and off five times. Not only are respirators somewhat expensive, however, their use is governed by the Cal-OSHA Respiratory Protection Standard, which is Title VIII of the California Code of Regulations, Section 5144. Among other things, the standard requires employers to implement a written respiratory protection program, train employees, ensure employees complete a medical questionnaire, and have employees sign an acknowledgement, called Appendix D, attesting to the voluntary nature of wearing the respirator. With that, we've come to the end of this episode of CalCurrent. I've been your host, Kevin Brown. Snell and Wilmer attorneys will continue to monitor federal, state, and local mandates related to COVID-19 vaccinations, testing, face coverings, physical distancing, and respirators. If you have any questions about the topic covered in today's episode, consult with your legal counsel or a counsel of your choosing. Thank you. Thank you for listening to CalCurrent, a weekly podcast navigating California's legal landscape, brought to you by the law offices of Snell and Wilmer. Do you have a topic you would like to discuss? Please feel free to send us your topics to calcurrent at swlaw.com. Be sure to check out our website for more episodes and information about this podcast. 
We can also be found on all major social media platforms at SW Law News. Thank you, and until next time. Mm-hmm.